Yes, we are back. We are here. We're late, and Andy's not here because he's an idiot and he's on vacation. I am one of your hosts, Stephen Fontana, and with me as always, he's over there. As not always, because as you can see, <laughs> it's crossed out because he's not here. But I was on autopilot because that's what happens when you do like 400 of these. Andy Asimekis, not here. We have Corey, the Grounded Gamer. How are you, Corey? Good, good. It's it's good. Nice to be on another show. Um, yeah. It's always nice to be able to podcast every once in a while and do something else because um, yeah. it always gives you that little break. Absolutely. Since you're a succubus of the Canadian government and you are no longer working, um, you could do this more often is what I understand. Oh, 100%. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's 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 up in the air of when I go back to work. Basically, uh, I just had it where I was working one job um, because I was going to go back to my camp life. Camp uh, life? they decided to hire someone to take over my current position. And I went on call casual and then uh, it just means I'm just basically until someone's sick or has a vacation, Okay, uh, okay. they call me and then right. camp called me immediately after that and said, here you go. We're going to get you into medical and all that. So you can go back up to camp. And then, uh, yeah, I've been just sitting here waiting for the call back once I got all my medical and stuff done. Right. So I'm just kind of waiting. And, but once that's done, I mean, it's pretty much when I'm home, I have all the time in the world to do a lot of things. You're living the dream. That's what and, you're doing. And right now, the dream is just to play a lot of New World, yeah. which is a very sad yeah. dream, we'll, but that's we'll okay. Talk, we'll talk about that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Dual Screens Crossplay Podcast, the internet's number one gaming news, video gaming news podcast starring two people you've never heard of, probably. The show posts each and every week for your listening pleasure on your podcast service of choice, and of course, is recorded live on twitch.tv slash dual screen streams and later as a video on demand on youtube.com slash dual screens T B. And uh, folks, listen, we know that you like what you're going to be listening to here. We know you like what you're watching. You see me, you're like, Hey, that's that famous TikToker. Yes, you're correct. That is, it's me, <laughs> that famous TikToker. Do you want to be uh, on the ground level and help us produce content? It's easy. Go to patreon.com slash NDS podcast, just like our Patreon producers. Colton the Apprentice Nestler, Vegas Girl on Fire, and FNH Paul. We cannot continue to grow without all of your supports. So thank you. We love you. Let's get on with the show. Corey. Yeah. This is the this is the part of the show where we take it a little adventure in gaming, 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 gaming. And I ask you this. You've been playing New World, right? 100%. Me too. So why don't we just talk about New World for a few minutes? Oh yeah, for sure. It's either that or Far Cry Six is all I've been playing. So oh okay, so you play some Far Cry. Okay, um, I did. Did you hit the point in New World where you are you've lost interest yet, or are you still um, in it? It's such a weird feeling because it, it's a game where because of the way the game's built, like with crafting and like you pay your property tax and owning houses and all of that you know you put stuff on the market it always brings you back to go okay well i wonder how my character is doing i wonder if i've made mm -hmm. money over the last day and a bit and i still enjoy it but not anywhere close to what i did when i first jumped in right. when i first jumped in i played this game so hard when it first came out in the first week i i hit 110 hours in a week in a week <laughs> you didn't leave a lot of hours left for that week no i basically was waking up playing new world and then it was basically like the world record all over again just for new world um <laughs> or no wait no sorry it was a week and a half sorry my okay. bad but 110 hours um and but since then 
we're now reaching almost that month point mm. and uh i'm only put another 40 hours and that was the big thing there's right. a big giant wall in this game where you hit it and it's just like okay i'm doing the same bs to gain levels and i'm doing the same kind of missions over and over again and at this point i'm like i'm just gonna do town missions at least that way i can just walk up to a board go collect some wood right yeah give it in yeah like yeah it's uh I want it to be better. That's the worst part. It's one of those games where I just, I just want it to be better for me. It's, it's, I think that the, the, like, I'm not nowhere near that where you're like, I'm still, I think I'm like level 36 or something, but I'm like at the point where I want to experience the story. And I only started doing that at like 32. I'm like, all right, now let me do like the, the actual mission stuff. So like I did my first expedition and now I'm starting to do like that kind of content and it's like, oh, okay, cool. There's, but so now there's something for me to do mm-hmm. more so than the stuff that I've been doing. But I love that Witcher esque. Oh shit. There, there's a thing to do over here. Oh shit. There's a thing to do over here. Oh shit. There's a thing to yeah. do over here. But yeah, I think they need a little bit more variety. I absolutely believe that. Um, But I, I still, it still hits that, it still releases that cerebral, that uh, serotonin. Oh, exactly, and that's that's the like I say, that's the the fun part about it is, like we've done that 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 first expedition, that dungeon, we've done it five times, and I don't know what it is. Like you would just assume it's boring or whatever, but for some odd reason, it still hits that little bit of. It's got that little bit of hit still every time I log in. Like even just before the show, I'm like. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna log in and see how my stuff's doing, and yeah. and, and because me and my buddies, when we first, we did the same thing you did, Steve. Like the, until level thirty, we were basically standing there just doing crafting, just doing fishing, just like yeah. exploring the world, just figuring things out, yeah. and it kind of ran us into a problem where we were then level forty, doing level twenty five things, running right. through the game, right. and then the 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 only problem we've found is that if you play with your friends doing expedition stuff is great, but because of how they limit you on it, it's where we've got to the point where it's like, okay, my one buddy's only level 42. This next expedition is level 45. So we're like, okay, we're going to wait for him. And it's like, okay, what can I do? But I don't want to gain too many levels. And it's the problem is everything you do gains you experience. That's not a problem. That is, that is not a problem. Your friends fucked up. Your friends got to play. Your friends got to play the game when he's, when you guys are sleeping and you have to play something else because I do not take my XP. The bar going up every time you do literally anything is the reason why I play that game. Oh, a hundred percent. And that's where like, I was like, you know what? Okay. He's doing whatever. And then I found out there's this legendary fishing quest you can do Ooh, to learn a legendary level 60 rod that I can't use yet. Mm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go do that. It, it, you have to get fishing level 100. That's going to take me a while. No, I did that in a day and a half. So I have this legendary fishing rod I can't use. And then there's like all these. But you um, have it though. Yeah, and then the best part is, and then we're like, okay, well, since we're waiting for Buddy, let's go find all the most legendary equipment items because at some point we're going to change weapons and classes and whatever. And so I'm like, I'm going to go get all these. And then so we started farming legendary gear. And like I said, there's always something to do. And that's that's why it hurts to 
see the game the way it is. Well, it's just yeah. because we'll, we'll, I, ta- we'll I, talk about that. Yeah. Cause there's some, there's just, some issues coming up, but how is far cry? Oh, far cry six. Um, a lot of people, the, the, the funniest thing is the one thing everyone says is far cry six is just more far cry. And that's the problem. And I'm like, I, I, I love the idea that it's just more far cry. <laughs> but isn't, isn't I, that the point though? Like they, that's the whole they didn't point. Make a new IP. They called it far cry because it's far yeah. cry. <laughs> I love Far Cry 6. Um, I'm playing it with my nephew. Um, and I, I know I may look young, but my nephew is actually only two years younger than me. So it's not as drastic. That's sure. the, it's the, the, the wife's side, her her nephew. Um, but the the thing with it is it's it's still fun. It's still exciting. I do think that this runs into the same issues a lot of other games have been running into mm. where... It's not the game that has the issues. It's or it's not the the game and the, the what's in it. It's more or less like we're having texture issues as we're running. We're uh, having technical stuff. The technical stuff of where yeah. I'll be with him and we'll be flying a plane or something, and I try to look to the side, and then his plane starts jittering on my screen, and I can't see crap, and I'm like, this is bad, and. Mm. Certain things like that, like texture issues, and that's it. Yeah. But game wise, I love this. I love the way they did it. They got rid of levels or, or leveling up, which I love the idea that they went back to a more classic Far Cry. They got rid of the stupid everybody's level 20, 30. Like you couldn't before, if you went into an area you weren't supposed to, and people were higher level than you, you had no way in heck of killing them. Whereas right. now it's like, the only thing that changes when you go from level to level is the guns you unlock. Okay. But because they made it so that you can get unique weapons and treasure hunts to get other weapons and all the different gear. And I love the idea that we get to bring pets in with us. So unlike every other Far Cry game, the the saddest part about it was if you play with a friend, you lose cheeseburger the bear with diabetes you lose yeah, you don't want to lose you know your dog yeah you, you you're just like oh this is sad i mean it's nice to play with my friends but i lost cheeseburger whereas now they made it so that the animals are actually with you at all times dope as well as everything so it's fun i have a lot of fun on it it's it's like i say i've put a good amount of time into far cry as well mm-hmm. i like the way that they've built it i like the idea that um this is the first time they've gone and they said here's the open world go wherever you want on it and the way it works is as you get further in the game then what they do is they increase the middle military in certain parts as you go mm-hmm. so even if you go start on the right side of the map and go left it's still going to be the same difficulty as if you went from the left and went right so you can start wherever you want on the map and they don't they don't huh. penalize you for that which no, is that, really the, yeah, that, that's a cool way of, of approaching it as opposed yeah. to le- like level locking you, it just it it's just goes with you like the story kind of or yeah, not the story, it, it, but like, you know, the progression goes with you. Yeah. yeah and cool. the same thing with getting vehicles. It's just like, OK, cool. Just and before you had to like unlock all the vehicles and this one, it's like, OK, I see a vehicle that isn't a military vehicle. I just take a picture of it and I've unlocked it. Oh, that's and weird. so it's like, there you go. And if you want to upgrade your car, you just take a picture of a car that looks different. That's weird. That's it. That's weird. I so. wish that was like that in real life. Maybe there will be an app for that. We don't know. All right, guys, let's get into the dual screens report. I do not have an indie game update. Andy usually does that, and I didn't really dig very deep. Um, actually, you know what? Oh, no, it's not an indie game. 
never mind. I'm gonna say the only the only games that were kind of smaller games that came out was those two Square Enix games that came out. Yeah, but the, the indie game updates about the gems you don't know about, you know. Yeah, but and I that's... did. You know what? I'll fill this in with a look. What I got from Ember Lab. Um, my daughter just walked in the room. Um, I got some stuff from Ember Lab, which is the, they're the devs of uh, Kana, Bridge of Spirits. Uh, they sent me a pin. Uh, oh, that's cool. Of the, I know it's blurry, but whatever. Um, they sent stickers, stickers, Kana stickers with all their hats on them, all the, all the, the, whatevers, and then some art from from the from the game, which is pretty cool. That's cool. You can't really see it too well. Great, but that was awesome. I loved opening that. You could see that on uh, on my TikTok, my world's famous TikTok. Uh, Bat Child TikTok is what it's called. You can look it up. Anyway, so let's get back into New World because New World fucked up. Um, their gold surprise, situation surprise. is having big issues. Oh, everything. Server in general. Up. Yeah. Economy, the... Uh, oh, man. It's just like I've never... I've played games... Like I've played COD for years where there's toxic gaming. We all know about that. But holy cow, with the issues they've been having with factions kind of controlling everything, with the idea that they left the market to the players and there's no middle way of doing it, it just killed everything. So the problem is now is like... And that's that's the biggest issue is... Yeah, gold is just like... Well, almost worthless well and it's, no it's you see that it's it's actually the opposite is what is is happening they they don't give you an uh, enough ways of making gold of, what i mean sorry yeah it. yeah so it's becoming gold is becoming very scarce and it's very hard to actually get it because they're taxing you and like you have to pay your home tax you have to, your, you know, yeah. your, your your property tax you have to pay on everything that you you craft you sell your, whatever everything just gets kind of Taken away, taken away, taken away, taken away, taken away. So it's, they're having a problem right now where they're not balancing it. They're not, I think the easiest thing to do on this is to offer more gold for your mission rewards. Once you, once you give players more gold, that's, that's, that's a little bit better scaled, um, you know, better, better wages, you know, let's say it's the real world, you know, better wages will, will bring this stuff up because then you won't have people selling things for pennies on the dollars because they need gold at all. Yeah, well, see, here's here's what this is what I said day one, and it's I was reading a Reddit the other day about kind of what like the the most topped things of what should be done, and gold was one of the situations. And one of the situations that someone talked about doing, and I think this is actually almost a better solution because it fixes kind of the majority of the problem is they need to have an NPC or some way to sell things at the marketplace for an X amount of money for certain tier items so that we don't have the issue of, um, so like if I have iron ore, it should sell for a penny a piece. If I have gold ore, it should sell for this much. And I should, there, there should always be a base of what you can sell those items for because mm. the problem that happens is um, like I've been running the market for a very long time. That's that's how I've been making gold in, in the game. But like you said, I have two houses. I have to pay 250 every three days for each house. And I'm at the point where it's like I have to then try to earn close to a thousand dollars. And the problem mm-hmm. is it's like, OK, rawhide right now is worth 25 cents a piece. 
the upgraded version of rawhide, the thick hide, is worth a penny. So right. why is the tier four object worth <laughs> nothing and the tier one object's worth a crazy? And it's because you need rawhide to make an everything. And so to give people the option to go, I had, and especially right now, like I, I do buy orders. That's how I control the market is I basically go, okay, I'm going to, I buy out all of the, like, what did I do the other day? I bought all the tannin out and I'm like, okay, I bought everything up to 35 cents. I bought all of it. I had 9,000 tannin and then I put it all back on the market at 34 cents. And then I went and put a buy order at 10 cents so that anyone that came in would quickly sell it to me for 10 cents a piece. So I continue that buy market. The problem is, is that when you do that, it all goes into your market stash. And so the problem is I've made so many buy orders that my poor little storage box, which is another huge issue at 1200 pounds is now at 2,700 pounds. Good Lord. And so now I have to try to figure out a way to get rid of it. And, and that's where the issue comes in. I wish I could just sell half the crap I have and be like, okay, give me a penny a piece. I don't care. Right. Take my four thousand wood well, for a the, penny what, piece, what you can right? do it's it's annoying, but like if your if your faction controls some things, you could move yeah. your storage to another town, go to that town and see what but the... it costs you so much. I tried doing like the other day I, I tried to move thirty layered leather and it was gonna cost me eighty nine dollars to move thirty nine <laughs> layered leather. And I'm like, this makes no sense if you're going to charge me X amount of dollars because you're putting a value on what this is worth to move over, then you have to give me an option to sell right. it somehow. Well, they fucked that up. Anyway, there And the server transfers. There then was an exploit, a gold duplication exploit that people decided to do and flag immediately. And now anybody that's caught doing it. Uh, is getting banned. So there was an exploit where you, if you gave your money to a friend. And then you canceled the trade. And then, no, if you gave your money to a friend and then trans tried to transfer servers and then canceled the transfer, the, the server or it crashed or you canceled it while it was doing the transfer, you would log back in. Your friend would have the gold and you would have your gold back. And Crazy. then your friend would just give you the gold back. So then they were like, yeah, no, if we find out that anyone's doing that, you're out. So great. Yeah. At least they know that they're going to, they have a way to take the money away from us. Well, and um, the, did you hear about the invincibility problem they had with factions too? No. And, and it, <laughs> they, listen, they got issues they need to fix. Hopefully they don't just abandon the thing because they made a ton of yeah. money already, but I digress. Let's move on to the next story. This next story, Corey, uh, I put yep. in your little line there. Um, it's a, it's an interesting little tidbit that we could probably discuss for a couple of minutes and move on. The the Plague Tale developer gets purchased, I'm assuming, by... Now, is that going to be... I think it was Xbox? the other way around, wasn't it? They purchased somebody. Oh, they purchased someone? I think oh, so. Just... Yeah, Focus Home. So... Focus Home purchased... Uh, Duz... D Dix, Diximas, I don't know, a partner studio. So it was a partner studio that they were working with and they fully purchased them, brought them on board, Um, which I guess is... Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Good, right? I guess... Yeah, that, I mean, it's always it's always good when, when smaller, especially smaller studios can kind of partner up with someone else. It definitely helps uh, bring things out and makes it easier for everyone. I mean, they had a hit, right? Way like they yeah, had exactly. a, a bona fide hit and now they're able to expand their team bring bring some more uh you know panache to their to their to their resume as it were or whatever their their yeah 
portfolio. Um, so now maybe they take on, I mean, that game was pretty big in scope. So at least it, it's nice to know that they're probably going to be able to continue those high end double A games. Um, well, that's, that's the nice thing, right? When yeah. studios are able to, it's the same thing as like with, with Sony and like I said, we always have the big argument of big studios or right. another studio owning someone else being a lot of the time right now, it's seen as a deficit for a company. But when you look at it in the long run for especially smaller devs, it's great because then it goes, okay, Hey, you work on this for the next two years or however long it is well you're breaking that we're going to release this game that pays for both of us to produce for x amount of years and it's always nice they can have that kind of constant bracket yeah if, if they could scale it that way if they can have yeah. enough people where they can do something like that that's great um i just yeah. i just love the fact i like when when studios grow instead of contract like i just oh, exactly. i just think that that's a great that's that's a sign that the that the industry is pretty healthy um also, when you look at the the larger publishers who acquire the the studios, typically those are those are super lucrative. Like, oh, exactly. A studio, no, no matter the size of it, can can go for hundreds of that hundreds of millions of dollars, and that goes into you know, obviously the owners of, of that studio, yeah. Yeah. but it, it lets those, those employees continue to work, but now with a bigger purse. And then the people who started that now have a butt buttload of money that, yeah. and most of them just start another studio. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the big thing. It's, it's crazy where usually you see, like, uh, we saw what, what studio who just left. I'm trying to remember just recently we had one of the big developers. Oh, it was, um, the head developer of uh from uh, Arcane Studio left. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean that's the big thing, right? You get bought out and you go, okay, well, guess what? I got bought out. Now you got recognized. You're now this big name. Da 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 da. Now you go start your own studio, right? It's right. it's either they it's do kind that of the or circle they... of video game life. Yeah. Kojima yeah. did the same thing. Like it's yeah. it's 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 kind of nice to see and then the great thing is is that it's usually when we see the most uh innovative stuff come out of the right. industry a lot of the time as we see those small develop indie developers or uh those people that were working for a big studio yeah. where they didn't have a big studio budget they didn't have a big studio like it was it was not a product that was going to make crazy amounts of money but it was going to make something and they're like this is a dream project for me and then they come out with it and it's nice yeah. to see that we're seeing a lot of that stuff come out now so well, when one when you cut off the head of the serpent to grow in its place, yep, right? and that's pretty much what they're doing. Um, speaking of acquisitions, Xbox, uh, who has been acquiring everybody under the sun, has new storage from uh, Seagate for the the expansion cards for the Series X and S. They have a new two terabyte and a five twelve gigabyte. Which why even make that? Um, that's like six games. Um. Yeah, they, they have some new some new ones here. Uh, at um, uh, they have do 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 uh, they announced the yes, they announced the five twelve and the two uh, the five twelve is going to be one hundred and forty dollars. Not bad. Um, and listen to this, my friend. The two oh, terabyte. I don't, even, I don't even want the two terabyte. Is the cost of the Xbox Series X? <laughs> it's four hundred dollars. Wow. Four hundred dollars 
I mean, at that point, you could probably just you could just buy another Series X and be like, okay, this one has Call of Duty and whatever yeah, on it, and this then is this my, one here. This is my yeah, Activision EA machine. And this other I mean, here, here's the machine. thing with, with with Game Pass and the cloud gaming. I don't understand why you would need that anyway. If they're pushing Game Pass so hard and that's the big thing, why do you need two terabytes yeah. worth of like the, the the only game like like they should just you know what they should do? You know who should come up with a card is Activision. Activision should call it the <laughs> Call of Duty SD expansion. That's card how they should release gonna, games. Yeah. They should, yeah, just they should be like here on, you on buy movies. yeah you buy the expand you just buy the drive you throw it straight in all it's That's got is your call, call, of call of duty yeah. and guess what you get call of duty for free done <laughs> and and you're a battle pass or something here you go yeah. here's here's your here's all the call of duties on one here's warzone and black ops all on one stick we'll update everything not even, they don't even they could just do they could just literally sell a a five, they they could take a like a 256 gig stick yeah put the next call of duty on it use what 80 gigs of it but every time they update they update and add like 20 gigs so it'd be like yeah. you'll never have to buy another start this is this is how you play the game from now on yeah it's yeah, not you a just disc. have to buy it it's, it's, it's a not disc, a download yeah. you just here's the card Throw it's it a in. hard drive yeah. that's the new physical edition yeah, it's gonna be here. You go. Here's your here's your physical SD card. We guarantee this card is gonna fit Call of Duty for at least until next year. <laughs> <laughs> at least until the next Call of Duty. Yeah, until the next Call of We've Duty. We've noticed that you have a Call of Duty stick. Would you like to wipe it yeah. and put the next Call of well, Duty on there? I also heard that um, Xbox was doing. Um, they're gonna actually like they're looking at an adapter to just actually put actual SD cards like the PlayStation and just actually have M dot twos in there. But who knows when that comes out? Too. I think Seagate's making that. Mm as well i don't know it's 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 uh, that thing it's crazy how we went from hey remember when it was super expensive to expand your xbox 360 and your ps3 hard drives yeah well then we made it cheap by having passports and externals and now we're back to the okay you want to upgrade okay here you go like if you want to pay PS5 or Xbox games, you you better pony up. You might as well just buy a second. Co- like I'm so tempted with the cost of what it costs for the, especially when you look at PlayStation ones, where like a one terabytes, you know, two three hundred dollars. I might as well just pay another digital PS5. couple hundred. Yeah, I just get a digital PS5 that's got five twelve on it, and okay, there's there we go. That's the bedroom PS5. Like what drives me absolutely bananas is that buying a physical game does not do anything to your hard drive. Like, or, you know, it doesn't, no. it doesn't let you save space. It doesn't space. make a difference like, anymore. There's no it, point. There's no benefit. It's the, it blows my mind. It's so funny. Cause, cause I listen to Joe, um, all the time, buddy, Joe, uh, and he buys physical, he loves his physical games. And then he's sure. like, okay. He's like, okay, Corey, I got, I can't jump into a party on PlayStation right now. I got to update my physical game. <laughs> just like, right. dude, you literally, it installs it takes just as long and then yeah. after that it takes then just you as still, long and then now you, you still need have to download disc. all the update and now then you, you have need to, to need hear it. it spin well the worst part is um like me and my nephew do uh game sharing through the playstation so we can both like we we just pay half and you know there you go we both own a game and it's crazy that when you get to the point of like when ghost came out and they came out with that upgrade fee i had the physical version so when i paid to get the upgrade it actually realizes that my i still have that disc version so he had the the digital version Mm. he downloaded the update but as soon as you download the update it recognizes that the update that i had 
was a disc version update, not a DLC one. So he couldn't access his game because it says you need a disc for this. <laughs> That's like, so wow. That's so stupid. Um, it's, it's insane, but... Speaking of storage and clouds and all that stuff, uh, Xbox is uh, working with a developer mainframe on a cloud MMO with scaling complexity. That's the headline here, and this is from VentureBeat. Um, Finnish Studio mainframe is working on a cloud-native massively multiplayer online adventure for Xbox Game Studios. <sighs> Is this going to be Fable? That's interesting. <laughs> is this going to be Fable? Remember, that was the rumor that started right as soon as they announced yeah. Fable, that it was going to be an MMO. Yeah. And we haven't heard anything about Fable. So All so we heard is that CD Projekt Red was making was helping them with the combat. Well, hold on. They they call, The working title is PAX Day. PAX Day? P-A-X-D-E-I. Um... One key concept, however, is the mechanics scale in terms of complexity. While anyone could do anything in PAX Day on any device, certain tasks will make more sense depending on where you are playing. So if you're on your phone at work, you could open the game, quickly do some crafting or resource farming, and then when you're on your home PC or console, you could take on some more complex missions like raids. This makes total sense because if you do Steam play, Steam remote. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You can't yeah. like you could do something. You can do some things, but you can't do you can fish. Like you could yeah. stand there and keep pressing the button to fish. Yeah. But you're not doing combat. If something attacks no. you, you're dead. You're, you're, you're going screwed. back, you're going back to the Well, you know what that reminds me of? It, it's uh reminds me of the good old Sega Dreamcast and taking out our memory cards and yeah. <laughs> leveling up your <laughs> all your things. But I mean it, it it's 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 good. Um like I I don't know if you you put it as one of the things. No, you didn't. I'm just going to mention this since we're talking about cloud gaming that, you know, GeForce j just came out with their new GeForce Now where now they're guaranteeing 3080s through GeForce Now. 31. And the idea 3080s. So before it oh, was okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, before it was uh what was it before? It was a uh, like the the it was a stupid graphic model. It was just a video card one. It was more or less made for video design, not for actually playing games right, on right. it. It was the basic 20,000 series that just wasn't really built to game on. And whereas now they're saying, hey, we're going to give you cloud gaming on a 3080 at 120 frames per second mm -hmm. with ray tracing and 4K display. And I'm sitting there going, you and sure? like my buddy, my buddy made a good point. He's like, okay, so you're going to give me 120 frames per second 4K gaming. But if I go to play Battlefield, my latency is going to be so bad. That, yeah. And am I going to really be able to play like the the big thing they advertised was Splitgate, and and yeah. I'm like, could you play that? That's the one thing with cloud gaming. Cloud gaming is a cool idea for like, you know, Minecraft. It's a great idea. A lot of single player games. It seems like a great idea. But I'm like, they're they're pu seem to be pushing this cloud gaming for competitive gaming parts, and I just don't for some cloud gaming stuff. I just don't see it being working anymore. It yeah. just doesn't work. It just, it makes no sense. You know what? Cyberpunk, great. Let's play Cyberpunk cloud gaming 100%. You know, it's great for people that can't get 3080s, I guess. It's like, hey, guess what? Now I can just Most sit on the, the line. Yeah, I can just sit on my computer and I can put $1,500 out for for a, a, a two years of, of cloud or a year and a half of cloud gaming until I get a 3080 in my computer. How much are they charging like, for that? I don't yeah. know. It's, it's, it's so stupid. Like in Canada here, we get really screwed because we're, 
what's basically happened in Canada is the U.S. prices, like the, the MSRP, and then when it moves across the border to Canada, Canada then sends their own MSRP based on the with an extra tax. So like usually most products are, okay, it's $6.99 in say the States. Then when it comes to Canada, it should just be the, the exchange rate. That's right. what it should be. Yeah, no, but no, 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 here no. it's like, <laughs> like, what is it right now? For example, a 3070 or 3070 is supposed to be $6.99, I think. And I know in the States, I think it's going for like 900 to a thousand on the secondary part. No, it's way worse than that. But then, but then in Canada, in Canada right now, we're at $2,500 for a 3070 on the secondary market. Like it's stupid. It's like, like people are like at our point, like, especially buying anything. Like I look at Ram sticks and I look at like, oh, Amazon.com. Oh, cool. Hey, Ram. Okay, cool. It's 60 bucks. American, it should or Canadian it should be eighty dollars. Then I pop it into .ca. No, that's a hundred and fifty bucks. I'm like, where the hell did that exchange rate come from? <laughs> I'm like, I can't buy anything. You gotta have shit shipped to a friend in America and then and then just sent. To well, you. that's why. Hey, look at that. We got pan. Just, just. I know we're not supposed to look at the audience. No, but, you can. Uh, I mean, they, they, we wait, see. Wait, I just noticed that we got somebody that was oh, yeah. supposed to try pants to be guy, on the show here. This guy yeah. is is in chat. Andy is so in chat. On vacation, that vacations, man, those vacations, they sneak up on you. You know, you don't not, you don't know that, you know, vacations are going until you're on them. Yeah. You know, you're on them and then you're like, Hey, can't do the show tonight because I'm on vacation. I'm away. Oh yeah. I just, I just woke up and I'm somewhere else. Yeah. I'm, Uh, I'm no, I'm no longer in my home. Yeah. I'm no longer in my home. I can't, I can't. I'm I'm actually in a different state if that's okay. That's, yeah. That's oh, yeah. no, I woke up and uh, it looks so different up here. The environment looks different. Yeah. Um. I just want to talk really quickly. Did you see that scary fucking hidden or uh, found footage shit that Nintendo released for Pokemon? <laughs> no. Oh, what in the hell was this thing? I encourage you to look it up. I didn't put a link in there because I just wanted to talk uh, about it. But and, and then they just... today they released the clean like the cleaned up version, like they defragmented cleaned up. Yeah, so it it was all blurry. It was all blurry, and it was this guy who's like Blair Witch exploring, and it's like, like, what is that? Oh no! And it's like, what the? Is this Pokemon? What's happening? It was for Arceus, for Legends Arceus, and it's like there. He's like mentioning that there's like a Pokemon in the distance, and oh no, it's approaching. And then he's like really scared of it, and then he like falls or some shit. It was spooky. Yeah. It was really, really spooky. I'm pretty sure there was a snow runt in there. Um, because when they cleaned it up, the thumbnail was a snow runt, so that's cool. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was the most bizarre thing that Pokemon I think has ever put out. Ever. Like they've well, had I mean, some it's... weird shit. This was so off brand. I actually was scared watching it. I was like, what am I? watching what is this video game why is it so spooky <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm i'm like as you're talking <laughs> watching this and i'm like i thought i clicked on the wrong video it, looks, it, it's, it plays like they're trying they're advertising for like outlast pokemon edition like Dude, what are they doing i have no like like yeah, this looks like you know what this reminds me of, kind of, is it's like the uh, 
like the yeah that weird scene we got of um when empire strikes back in star wars mm. where they're trying to like they're on the planet and they're like what is that and it's like oh my god um what is this though uh let's see yeah I, this is just news from uh from buzz grasshopper manufacturer inc is joining netease whatever the fuck that means uh, I mean, who knows? let's let's let me let me look at this let me look at this let's make this a little bigger i don't i'm not f- familiar with those but that doesn't mean that they're not important so let's look grasshopper uh manufacturer inc has celebrated its 23rd anniversary this march of this year uh as we know NetEase games has developed many excellent games in the past do you name any of them they do not these are people i do not know oh well but there is acquisition news i mean um, that's it seems like every every week someone's getting picked up by someone else. NetEase. Uh, oh, Suda. Oh, Suda. Yeah. Okay. Suda. That's right. Okay. Yeah, now, okay. now things are making now it makes sense. sense. Okay. I knew that there were had to be something I'm missing here, but yeah, I'm not good with that kind of stuff with studios and this guy and that guy. Oh yeah. Um, it's... there was something else that happened actually in Destiny that the chat was actually talking about. So if you did see that, but did you see that that they're charging for dungeons? Oh, I heard about. I, I didn't see this, but I, all I heard, <laughs> all I heard, is everyone's like super pissed. Yeah, it is. It, yeah, yes. So the game goes free to play. Yeah, but and they take beginning game content that everyone got for free, and they remove it from the game, change the way the game plays in the beginning. Yeah, add content. I know it's no more. I know suit is no more heroes buzz. I, I know. I just didn't know that he was. That's what the studio was called. I thought it was like yeah. suit of 51 was like the studio. I don't know. I'm, I'm an idiot. Um, then they, then they say, okay, but you could buy the game, the deluxe, mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. you get all the DLC and everything like that. Nothing will be locked to you, but if you're playing the free version, some of these little missions and raids and stuff will be locked. Right. Yeah. Now they're even locking shit for the people who paid for the deluxe version of Destiny. I, I just, I, you know what the worst part is? Is that it, it seems like this is kind of the, the anybody that Activision touches, it seems to, they seem to run into this little group of, we know people are going to still pay for it. Yeah. So let's just do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And it seems really silly because it would be nice for, like, even when I was a person, like um, me and Joe again, uh, we went. Tr- we tried to play the original Destiny Two story, just because he had never played it. And no, like, that, that wanna... story doesn't exist anymore. Well, it does. But do you know how hard it is to find the way to play the original story of Destiny <laughs> on the free-to-play version? It's like, oh no, you got to talk to this person, unlock this quest, and once you unlock this, you have to know how to go through the entire story. If you don't, like you, you have, and and they and you skip so much content because. You you don't the you're automatically yeah yeah you're all you're automatically level whatever sixty automatically your character's already maxed out like it was funny if just just for anybody that's like achievement or trophy people out there if you've never played Destiny two and you want a quick easy way to get a bunch of trophies you just <laughs> go play download Destiny two you make a new class of every single class as soon as you unlock that class you switch into a subtype. And you unlock every trophy for that has to do with classing. 
because <laughs> the game was built to where you were supposed to get your character up to a certain point in the story and then mm -hmm. unlock the subclass but because yeah but <laughs> because of the free to play it automatically it gives you a maxed out level character so as soon as you make a character that's one of the characters and you just cheat something it goes here you go. You got the trophy for maxing out a warlock, and then you got a trophy for changing the yeah. And it's like you got the you got the third power for your character. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. There Thanks, man. Speaking of really terrible decisions, Corey, what the hell is going on over at Sony? What is this patent? What, what, there's there's I mean there's they've made they've made really weird patents in this general. This is a, what, this what? is the worst idea I have ever read out of anyone. And I'm talking about this is worse than the than the boomerang controller. This is worse than D DRM Xbox three oh, Xbox One. This is yeah. this is worse than not being able to share games with your friends. If this idea uh -oh. happens, this is the dumbest shit I have ever heard just... of in my life. Yes, I'm filibustering. I could see you looking for the article for the link. What in the, the shit is this? Is this? Did I just read this? That spectators vote to bench players in a video game. <laughs> Would you like for me to look to dive into this? In 2020, Sony filed a patent for allowing live stream spectators and participants to remove players from a game, competitive games, so like MLG stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Twitch is the most popular streaming platform in the world, and competitive esports is immensely popular. Considering that Sony filed an online tournament patent this year and bought Evo, the world's largest fighting game competition, it is clear that Sony PlayStation, uh. the PlayStation maker, is taking competitive gaming more seriously than it did in the past. This is com comes from Kotaku, by the way, if you want to give them the click. An yeah. approved patent doesn't mean that Sony's necessarily developing a benching system right now. It just gives yeah, the company yeah. exclusivity for it if it decides to implement one. Sony outlined a system in which spectators to a live stream can vote to remove a player from an ongoing game. The player would have no veto power over this decision. Jesus. And they may be reassigned to a different match. Okay? But wait, there's okay. more. To avoid audience abuse of the system, a 60% voting threshold must be met in order to bench a player. Spectators with a higher skill level will also have their votes counted more heavily in the election. So, Wait, I mean, there's, there's be... even more here. Despite oh, Sony claiming that the system would be beneficial for removing disrespectful griefers from matches, the patent also includes the ability... Wait for it. The ability for spectators to pay a fixed price or bid for the ability to remove players from a game. Uh, I mean, okay. It, so... No, we're not done yet. Oh, God. The text also mentions a system in which spectators can warn active players to improve their gameplay or else. Oh, Jesus. And that's Is the story. More... That's all I'm okay, reading of Okay, okay. Oh, my God. Okay, so there's a couple ways we could take this, <laughs> obviously. I mean, it's the same thing as the last time Sony made a patent that we were all worried about was the idea that they were going to sell us hints or have a hint system implemented <laughs> into the game and da-da-da-da, which we found out now is the PS5 hint system, right. which 
at the first time they told us about the hint system, we were all worried as shit because we're like, what the hell are they talking about? Next thing you know, they're going to sell strategy guides through the PlayStation store. Da, 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 da. You know, they're going to allow ads through the hint system. They're going to make like all this stuff. Now, there's two ways this could be. This could be a whole thing where Sony's like, hey, let's do a game show thing where we let the spec like <laughs> a big brother of gaming. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be so freaking weird. But I could see it being beneficial as well to um, like one of the biggest trends I've seen lately on um, TikTok and some Twitch people. Usually it's TikTok because if they were on Twitch, they'd get banned super hard. At Batchild TikTok, by the way. Yeah, where a lot of people are doing these videos where it's like, I'm going to go into a Grand Theft Auto RP session and purposely break rp hack the game kill people like do um, things that are against the the server code or i'm going to go into call of duty and purposely cheat right? right and i think that's in a sense where maybe in that sense i could see it being beneficial because then people that maybe and this is where once again if you look at it from a tournament side i think this works good when it comes to hey you have a tournament of judges if the judges feel that you're doing something bad or whatever they can vote in to have you taken out yeah. or whatever yeah but once again the problem with patents and the problem way patents work is when you label a patent you have to think of every single solitary thing that fits in that little patent bubble like for all we know this could just be a we want to have it so that you can pay to have like with playstation the way playstation using twitch right now this might be their own streaming service we have no idea maybe this is just a way to put bits into their own streaming service but they call it something different we have no clue but at the exact same time they have to put everything into this patent i want to hope that sony's doing the right thing but at the exact same time we don't know until it comes out and hope to god it's not the worst case scenario because if if it's anywhere close to what it says and can be described then that means that you're just going to have a bunch of people that have too much money to float around going hey steve you like playing games guess what i'm voting you to stop i like when games have the that interactive sense yeah like, like uh bite the bullet from mega cat studios <laughs> what you were able to spend points to spawn enemies or hell or think killing floor i think killing floor did something like that too i yeah. can't remember yeah it, it's it, so cool it, to have they're stuff so like cool, that but like what it's like all right there's six of us we're playing apex legends there's six of us we can only roll one team of three at a time yeah and the chat votes who the team is and like oh steve you sucked and they're just like <laughs> vote off vote off vote off vote off and it's like oh shit all right i guess Corey's tagging in because yeah. I'm, I'm out I mean, there are I mean, applications for that. Yeah, I could see it being cool, things like that. I could also see it being it like maybe this is a way for them when it comes to Evo that they go, we're going to just stream a random game of someone playing a certain game or a certain right. type of something. And then the viewers cho choose what active streamer they want to be seen on the on the site. Oh, yeah, right? that could be. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they could be like, you know what? We've had enough of Corey. We want to see someone different. Vote, vote, vote. Okay, 60% of people want to see a new streamer. Here comes a new streamer. Just to, like that could be a cool way of doing it. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but once again, it's it's one of those things where you're going to be able to monopolize yeah. it. And, yeah. And that's the big thing. It comes down to the point is that whenever it comes to anything like this, um, there's, there's usually some positive to the industry that this could be. But a lot of the time is that if there's a way to... Um, 
bend the system or work with the system or kind of fluctuate it into like where one person's going to now benefit more than anybody else, then, you know, hopefully let's, it let's make something like clear. That. They're patent. They're patenting a technology. They're not patenting yeah. and releasing a thing like it's not, no. like there's no thing yeah. here yet. It's just a technology and, and there are many different applications for it. Speaking of applications, there's a new application, a new way to play God of War very soon on your PC. That's right. Your personal computing device starting January 14th, God of War, the much rumored God of War is finally coming to PC. Is finna have multo graphics, DLSS, the 4Ks, the ultra wide. It's all the things. All the extra content. All the mods fancy stuff. probably at some point. Mods will happen. You could play with a dual sense if you like. And it's wonderful. Because more people should be able to play that fantastic masterpiece of a video game. That's the one big thing. Um, I think that I know the biggest thing I heard from this was a lot of people were like, oh, Sony's finally given up. They've decided to move to PC. And I think what what is nice and a lot of people, it's it's nice that Sony's kind of going the route of going, look it, we've had this game exclusively for what? Three years. Five, uh, five years? Three. Or no, three years. Three years. So when it releases, it'll be four years, just on the cusp. It'll be but, under four years. Yeah. Yeah. Still under four years, but it's nice that they're going, look it, here's another way for people to play this game. And right. it's smart on a marketing standpoint, because in the sad thing, I bought a gaming PC to play video games. And I'll tell you right now that when it comes to what can I play on my PC that's in this day and age so much better or different than my console mm -hmm. the, the sad thing is there's there's not a whole lot when you look at that yeah you can play cod with the mouse and keyboard stuff like that there's a lot yeah. of more indie stuff on the pc which is kind of nice but when you look at big titles like god of war last of us things like that even when you look at the xbox side of like certain titles that have come out um like alan wake and stuff like that it's it's all where they usually come console and the problem is the PC people like I, my one buddy is like, I haven't played a good single player game in years on my PC. Yeah, and I'm like, well, didn't, didn't you get to play this? No, it hasn't come out yet. What about this? Well, that doesn't come out. Like they just get there the, are some the mainstream. People that are like, oh, it came out, but it's broken. And, and that, yeah, well, that doesn't really dude, happen. Uh, like near, near, near Automata. Like he's like, yeah, he's like, I would love to play near. It's broken on PC. Right. And I'm like, that sucks. And, and so it's nice that um, they f that single player games like that are now making their way to PC. I do think it's also nice because I think this is a great way for Sony to see what the community does with it. Horizon even struggled when it first came out. Like there were PC issues yeah. for that too, especially on the on the 3000 yeah. cards. The 3000 cards had a, had a lot of issues with uh, frame rates and texture pop and, and hard crashes. They're gonna you're gonna have those issues. Um, yeah. I think, I think this is a, a slow play into getting people used to playing PlayStation games on a PC so that they could fully integrate PS now and make it a, well, that's the big thing. I think thing. PS like now a is functional the big, thing. yeah, I think PS now is the, the big movement for them because, um, especially with the rumors of now that PS now is going to start doing PS five games on it come yeah, next year. Exactly. Yep. Right. So I see this as being a, mm -hmm. Hey, guess what? If you want to play PlayStation exclusives day one, 
own a PlayStation console. It's the only way it's going to happen. Right. If you want to play it a year later, get it on PS Now or PC, right? And I think that's where we're going to start to see that move, which I think is good. I, I do like the idea that we are seeing. It's 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 tough when you have those Xbox friends or you have those PC friends and you're like, dude, God of War, you have to play it. And then they're like, I watched someone on Twitch play it. And I'm like, you, you don't get it. Like, this is... Like, I literally sat there and I played God of War six months ago for my buddy and he just watched me he's watched my stream the entire time and he's like that is such an amazing game he's like now i want to play it he's like that just it's so it looks so good it's and visceral it, and it tells a story yeah. really well um all right that's gonna bring us out of the dual screens report yep now, um, the hype zone. now it's no i'm i'm listen andy is the pro, 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 procurer of the hype zone uh, Okay, I can I can give a little thing you out have there something? for people. I have something. I don't know. It, technically, it's just something that uh, has come up to me. I, I'm I'm trying to get into playing it. There is a new game that has got a closed beta for those who want to get into it. Do it's you called, understand what the hype zone is? How long I, have you been listening to the show? Not long enough. Okay. <laughs> Earmuffs, listeners. The hype zone is sarcastic. <laughs> It's things we're not that are really dumb. They're really dumb, oh, and we hype okay. them up. <laughs> gotcha. Well, so if you want to tell people about a game, please feel free to do that. But that ain't no <laughs> damn hype zone. Okay. Well, well, this is an indie <laughs> shout out then, not yes, the hype there zone. You go. Indie shout for, out. Go for there it. There we go. So the people that brought Spec Ops the line, they've come mm. out with a new uh, first person uh, suspense. Uh, shooter. It's a PvPE game. It's called The Cycle Frontier. It's in closed beta right now. It is completely free on Steam for those PC players. You can do the playtest. You just have to sign up and it's going to release in 2022. Um, but it is basically a combination of The Hunt. It is also a thing and it's all space-based and everything like that. And a lot of people, a lot of people are getting right into this. So it's got your, your good old jump in raiding all that fun stuff it's uh, a lot of people compare it to wh whoever knows tarkov it's like tarkov and hunt okay. had a baby in space That's and cool. so it's it's a really cool thing it's developed by the guys that made spec ops the line and i mean that was a great game on its own so if you guys want to check it out like i said just hit it up on steam uh it's, show them some post support and okay. uh yeah I'm going to be playing it as soon as uh, the servers don't get crashed instantly every single time because it's yeah. kind of having the split gate issue of we made servers that were supposed to fit X amount of people. And then all of a sudden one streamer played the game. It looks really good. Everyone tries to get into it. Now it's crashing servers constantly. All right. Hype zone. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. doesn't matter. That's, that's, we're going into the Facebook question of the week. The question of the week, which you wrote, well, I, I typed it, but you told me what, what you wanted to know. What yeah. game are you excited for this holiday season? And we have a few uh, answers here. Bryce says Jurassic World Evolution 2, which I, I watched somebody who's in our chat, maybe, Boney, Bone Jangles, play through the entire first one, and it is pretty dope. Uh, I love that game. Rebecca says, not sure about new games, but Pokemon and the Animal Crossing update. That Animal Crossing update is D-O-P-E dope. Mm -hmm. Curtis mm -hmm. says Halo Infinite. Um, Mr. Enough says your mom, which was... That was that was rude, <laughs> sir. 
Uh, Alex says Mario Party Superstars. Totally, I can't. I, I I can't wait. I was talking to like I was so tempted with Extra Life on its way, where. I don't know what the plans are yet, but I would, I'm going to try, if I'm here, I'm going to stream that for sure or stream for sure on it. And I'm like, Mm. should I just straight up do another, even though I haven't, you know, finished doing everything with the first world record, should I just do a longest time playing Mario party game and just give her Mario party for a straight, like 24 hours. Mm. Cause that'd be so fun to get the chat involved. It just looks like so much fun and I can't wait, but yeah. Um, yeah, so that was your answer. You answered here. Uh, Jack yeah. says, Halo, hope it's good. Uh, spoiler <laughs> alert for the people who are excited by Halo. <laughs> You're getting one third of the Halo. So, you're getting, eh. That's what you're getting. They're not yeah. releasing the whole game. Um, Zach says Halo Infinite. Man. Uh, and... A lot of, a lot- a lot of people, maybe it's because if, if 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 we have three, they all thought, well, if three of us hope for, are looking forward to the game, then it's a full per, it's a full game that we're looking forward to, yeah. right? I mean, let's be that's honest, people are playing that game for the online multiplayer anyway. Well, the online multiplayer is coming, and the idea that it's free to play, it's going to yeah. be like even I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah, that's going to be dope. Oh no, I'm yeah. listen, I'm not saying it's a shitty third of a game. Oh no, no, it's going to be just not the getting... best and high, most polished and exciting one third of a Halo game ever. And I'm exactly. excited for everyone to play it. Uh, Buzz says, uh, I'll be busy in Mexico. Also excited. And Halo Infinite. I redacted a few things. Because most of it was nonsense. <laughs> I'll be busy in Mexico. All right. Well, there you go. That's cool, Buzz. Congratulations. You're going to Mexico. Going. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun in Mexico. <laughs> Have fun in Mexico, buddy. We'll love you. We'll miss you. Speaking of missing you, that's going to do it. <laughs> that's going to do it for the end of the show. That's going to do it. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Corey. Corey, why don't you plug oh, me in? What are you doing these days? Are you, oh. you going to start streaming for us on the right? Yeah, well, that's so. So, uh, me and Andy were talking about it. Um, we have a lot of show ideas coming up. So, once Andy's, you know, not wherever the heck he is in a tent or uh-huh. in a building or under a bridge, wherever Andy's hiding, um, we've actually come up between the two of us with. A, a list of show ideas and we're going to actually put out a thing for you guys to figure out what you want to do. But what I'm going to do in the meantime, until we figure out that list is I'm going to start streaming every Thursday and Saturday on the dual screens on, on this channel, dual screens streams at Twitch. I'm going to start and, and cause I know there's lots and lots of games that you guys never get to see that, we, we just because like Andy explains to me, he says he opens up his inbox and it's just codes for games just start falling out the side and left and on the floor and you never get a hold of them. And what I want to start doing is doing a show where every night I'm going to play a brand new indie game. I might play a little bit into it so I don't ruin anything for it, but I'm going to play it for three to four hours, give you that firsthand experience, give you my view of it as I play it at the end. And we're going to do that every Thursday and Saturday. So it might be a brand new game. It might be something like maybe I'll put in Far Cry 6, show you guys Far Cry 6 and just 
bum around for three to four hours, explain what I like, explain what they could do, you know, my little quick review. But then you guys get to witness all that. So then that way there too, um, I mean, obviously, depending on how it goes, we're going to try to, I'm going to try to do my best to get lists out there to see what you guys want because it's for the people. So. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> I was mute. I was muted because my wife was really loud. So I was really nervous that it was going to be picked up and I completely forgot. But what I was going to say, what I was saying was that I like first play. Like when yeah. I used to do first play, that was the first like hour or so of a game. Yeah. And it was, it was, you know, a lot of outlets do that and it, and they did, they would do pretty well. Um, but I would do them specifically for YouTube and then I started streaming them and then editing them and it just became kind of a, a yeah. mess to juggle with everything else that I was doing. So if you wanted to take over the first play brand, that'd be cool too. Um, oh, we'll figure it all. I got, yeah. I got so there's so many things where, um, like I said, I'm going to try to do a lot more, uh, with the channel. And the nice thing is, is even if I do whatever my work schedule seems to become, the nice thing is the way I've built uh, majority of the things I do is I'll just be able to do it when I get back, make YouTube videos about it or whatever. Right, right. It doesn't matter. We'll figure it all out. Either we'll make way. sure there's constant content coming in there. Yeah. And you'll and, just and, have to know about it on tide that rises or... all boats. So with yep. seeing you in there doing a little bit more, will raise my, you know, wanting to be in there and be involved and like, it'll, it'll, it'll help us focus the the streaming and the YouTube a little bit more, which is something that yeah. we really wanted to do this year, which we did do. We we put up a crap ton of content on YouTube this year. Yeah. Um, we just want to be a little bit more diverse, a little uh, have different. I I really wish Game Pass or Play could have continued. Um, hopefully we could get that going again with with uh with Taylor. Um, but we'll see. You know, we'll see. Who knows? Um, but stay you know stay tuned, because that's the only way that you'll know it over here at twitch.tv slash dual screen streams and of course at youtube.com slash dual screens tv uh if you want to follow me on social media i am at bat child andy is at pants guy and Corey is at the grounded gamer that's ground d gamer the grounded gamer no e double d no e double d oh the name of the game was mario party i was explaining mario party the massive amount of fun Oh, the no, other game. The other one, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, the, the, cycle. the cycle. The cycle. The cycle. The cycle. The cycle. Okay. That's going to do it for us. Thank you, Corey. Thank you, viewers, listeners, uh, everybody else in between. Uh, no thanks to Andy, who is the biggest piece of garbage um, that just decided that he was going to go. I mean, is and, that, are you, are you meaning a bear is going to pick him up while he's on his vacation? Yeah. He's just yeah, he's getting eaten. that bad. There's no doubt in my he's mind just, he's getting eaten. Good night. Gonna, and as always, be excellent to each other.